The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. All right, who's up? Where's Teddy? It's <laughs> on his ass. <laughs> we kicking this song. We kicking this thing off. <laughs> All right. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Zero in the morning. Showtime. Friday. 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 September twenty second. We did it. We did it. We are nose to nose of the weekend. <laughs> The weekend, ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans as we are headed to Cincinnati today. The Sooners open Big 12 play, their final season of Big 12 play, tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. against the Bearcats, one of the new guys in the Big 12. OSU at Iowa State to open conference play tomorrow at 3 TU at Northern Illinois, also an 11 a.m. start. NFL game last night goes to San Fran. A whole bunch of you had the 49ers on the mountain. That's good news for you. 30-12 to the final. San Fran beats the Giants last night. Uh, Soccer, Sooner Soccer got a 2-0 conference win over K-State. Big, big volleyball matches going on to Red River Rivalry the next two nights at McCaslin Fieldhouse, OU in Texas. So we got a lot to do. It's a Friday. It's an OEC Fiber Football Friday. You know what that means. Big show ahead, and we start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J Perry on the other side of the glass. A good morning, TJ. A good morning. A good morning. Do you believe in that? Yes, we do, Dion. Good morning, Teach. I don't. What's Good wrong, morning. buddy? Oh, I'm just getting my uh, wits about me. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with your wits? Uh, How'd they get away from you? They, uh, someone turned off my alarm in the middle of the night. My mental uh, brain didn't set my alarm off. <laughs> Did you get up late? I got up late, uh, so late that it was a jump out of bed. Oh bleep! Oh, uh, boy. I mean, I was still here in plenty of time, but way later, I. And I'm, it's a mystery. It's a, it's a, I've got the Scooby-Doo crew on uh, the mystery van. I got them uh, on, on the case because the last thing I did, and I know for a fact the last thing I did was check my phone, said, yep, alarm set. Yeah. Never went off. And when I looked at it, it showed that it wasn't set. And I'm like, someone in the middle of the night turned off my alarm, and I'm here to find out who it is. So what 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 is this? Always a terrible way to start your what day. What have you given us? You think yeah. your wife sabotaged you? Uh, my wife's alarm is what saved me. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it possible you 
sleep reached. Yes. Okay. It's possible that I turned it off when it went off, but that is so unlike me mm-hmm. to not, not remember something. doing it and to fall back asleep like that. That it would be the first time that's ever happened in my life. Besides, maybe when I was a, back when I was a kid or something, I may have done that. But as an adult, that's never happened. So possible I woke in the middle of the night dreaming something and turned it off. But that's quite a process with the old uh, CPAP mask on. So I'm right. having to type in codes because it doesn't recognize my face. And so, right. yeah, right. so I don't know. I don't know. But I was here. I mean, I'm here on time. So just, yeah, just one of those but things. You know, discombobulated. Yeah, you're thrown off the rest of the day, you know, or at least for a little while. But we'll we'll get we'll get going here. Boy, I hope you can get your wits about you soon. If not, uh, I'll get my John Whitson about me. You know, one of the two. So right, yeah. right, right, right. Well, now, nah, but I'm good. Did, I'm good. How did the old Bronx baseball game go last night? Uh, went very well. Barons uh, had them a 14 to one victory. So. Nice. They batted first last night. Uh, they did, yeah. I was texting mm-hmm. you and my wife at the same time, and she's trying to get to the game, and then you're texting me, bugging me about something. And then, yep. uh, so I texted you back, uh, Barons are up first or something, I think it was. What right, you, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you said, that's not for you. Yeah. I was like, well, that's rude. I was... <laughs> so, yeah, no, they played to great. one, that's dominant. Great. Yeah, they played great. Could have had the Good. shutout, but uh, one bad throw got away from him. Runner scored. So did but, we celebrate with some post game ice cream last night? No. Uh, before the game, I said, "Hey, it's a late game. You're going to be hungry afterwards. So uh, bag yourself up some goldfish." So you had some oh, goldfish in the car on the goldfish, way home. Goldfish. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, well, what is it he likes? Beans afterwards? No. What is it yeah, he likes? Uh, the, the, the individual rice. The individual. Oh, brown the rice. brown rice. Yeah. No brown rice nah, after the nah, game. No, the goldfish were good for him. And then when he got home, he had a. Uh, uh, Individual pack of Sour Patch Kids, like a little bitty Halloween size Sour Patch Kid. Mm, I don't know if I approve of that. It's awful late for Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> did he go to sleep or did he toss? Maybe he came in there in the middle of the night and turned yeah, off your alarm. He, he might have. I don't know. He was Sour Patch Kids hallucinating. <laughs> so, no, it's a good game, though. Good game. Well, good. That's not, nothing better on a Thursday night than a victory. That's right. That's, That's right. right. That is absolutely right. Oh man! Well, hey, I'm uh, packed and ready to roll. You excited? We're, uh, I'm very excited. I'm more excited about the football game or the Cincinnati Red baseball game? That's the question for you this week. Football game? No, football game for sure. Oh, but lies, people, lies. No, I, I, definitely a football game, but it is like extra exciting because of the baseball game tonight. You got like an extra treat that you typically yeah typically don't uh, get. I have, I have worked extra hard this week to get my stuff done in advance so I could go tonight, and it almost came crashing down yesterday. But we worked it out. We got it worked out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna head over. We've got a, uh, we're going on the field this afternoon for BP. We are uh, going up to the broadcast booth before the game to meet the crews. We uh, Andrew's got us good seats down the third baseline. It's going to be a big night, and we need the, and the Cubs lost last night, which means we're back within a half game. So massive, massive three game the final home stand of the year. They're wearing the City Connect black jerseys tonight. Andrew Abbott on the mound with his dead arm. It's going to be a big night. Uh, I mean, so I'm excited about that. 
Uh, I get to fly with the crew for the first time uh, this year today. And, uh, and then we get to uh, get up early and go do a, base, a football game tomorrow. So, And the game, I think, is going to be a really good football game. So, yeah, the whole thing's got me all fired up. Are you going to have to go sky, uh, ballpark skyline chili? Sounds like yeah, that's the best one. Hmm. Well, I go Coney's. Yeah, so, I do too. I do too. When I so have ballpark it. Coney's are like if I was a uh, chili what, dog though at a baseball game. That's a, oh yeah, that's a gamble. That's well, a gamble. You, I'm gonna have to be careful. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, probably won't wear my white shirt tonight. But yeah, you got to go ballpark skyline Coney's. Um, four way. I want the onions and the cheese and the chili on there. Hey, watch out now. Uh, oh, I will be delightful in the booth tomorrow. Trust me. <laughs> I hope it sits okay. <laughs> They'll have to seat belt me down. <laughs> All of us. Well, I'm sure everybody's having Skyline. But you, if uh, I was, I hope you get a sweep this weekend. If I was eating at a, uh, you know, at a, at a local restaurant, I might do the chili. But at a ball game, you got to get the dogs. Plus, it's just easier. A plate of chili or a plate of spaghetti chili, you know. Don't go for that. Don't go for that. That's tough. I tell you what, there's another place there that's less famous, but it is like a Cincinnati staple that sells uh, kind of, I'm trying to remember what the name of it is. It sells uh, kind of exotic hand-cut French fries. Exotic's the wrong word, but specialized hand-cut French fries that are like smothered in different things. And it's really good, too. They have, like, a buffalo chicken fries that last time I was there was unbelievable. So I'll probably get the Skyline Chili Coney's just because that's what you're supposed to do. But I don't know. When I see those fries, I may – and I can't do both of them. They're both, they're both like, meals. Yeah. And you've been so good lately that the – even the Skyline Chili Dogs in a departure oh. from what you've been oh, doing. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, yeah. So I was going to say go both because no, you're there early no, no, no. enough because of the getting down on the field that you Have go. one for late lunch and one for early dinner. Right, right. <laughs> I, I might or end up doing that. Or you buy the that. fries for the group and say, here, guys, this is to share. I just wanted to If I eat them. both, I don't share food. If I eat both... <laughs> I might not wake up Saturday morning. <laughs> you might not. Uh, food coma. I hadn't thought about, too, how good you've been eating lately. It, it, you maybe uh, take some Pepto in that bag with you for the game tomorrow. Yeah, it may it may hit your stomach a little differently than it used to. Well, maybe. I kind of got an iron gut, though. Like, yeah. I eat jalapenos like candy, so... <laughs> I would be surprised if too much bothers me, but maybe this will be the thing. Maybe this combined with a game day is just more than my stomach can handle. <laughs> right. Now you'll be fine. Need to wear a diaper to the game. I'm not exactly sure, but no, I'm very much looking forward to this weekend. And I love an 11 a.m. road game. I'll be back at a decent hour. We've got a great college football slate on Saturday. Uh, I hope OU wins so we can enjoy it. You know how that is. OU loses. You don't want to have anything to do with college football the rest of the day because you're just ticked off. Right, right. So they win, then we can sit back and enjoy uh, all of the rest of the great games across college football on Saturday. Hopefully we've got an airplane with uh, TVs on them. We can watch them on the way home. We'll see, but it's good. It's good. What are you doing this weekend other than not supporting the Sooners? 
Um, I think we're going to go to the fair on Sunday. We haven't been yet, and it's the last day, so I think that's the plan for Sunday. Yeah, you you normally open the fair, so you're going to close it this time. I think we're going to close it this time, yeah. Our schedules were quite different this year. so The uh, Great State Fair of Oklahoma or the Tulsa Fair? The Great State Fair of Oklahoma. Any concerts or anything going on out there Sunday? Uh, I haven't looked yet Sunday. I'm sure there is, but I haven't looked to see. Pig races? Oh, pig races. races The Swifty Swine pig races I'm going to definitely be at. The last day of the fair, they might be out of all the giveaways in the giveaways in the buildings, you know, the pencils and the Yeah, I don't get any of the free uh, stuff. Rulers, you know, those kind of coin purses, things yeah. like that. They might have given them all out. I'm not looking to do that, so so a little football on Saturday, hoping for the Rangers to sweep Seattle this weekend, so a lot going on. My cowboy season ended yesterday, so I don't have to worry about the NFL anymore. Trayvon Diggs. <sighs> Your fault. Why my fault? Yesterday on the show, hey, your Cowboys are playing really well. They've got off to a great start, to which I responded, just means something bad's about to happen. No, that sounds like it's your fault, my friend. No, that's your fault for asking. I wouldn't have had to say that out loud. Hang on. Uh, Jerry Jones just texted me. Uh, He's got a message for you. It's TJ's fault. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know who I think it's fault is? Uh, Jerry Jones's. Yeah, that's probably right. Tell he's gone. It's not going to happen. Made the deal for those three with the devil, and the devil's been making him pay since. He's a good player. He's a really good player. But one player does not make a team. He's a pretty important player, though. So get your head up. Their defense is still really good. They'll still be good. I'm kind of teasing about giving up on them. But he was a little bit of a heart and soul of that team. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It was a practice injury, right? Yeah, that's even worse. Practice. Mm. Talking about practice. Yeah. What's he even doing Why out there? Why is he even practice? practicing? Didn't need to practice. What does he need to practice for? All right, so Friday morning, um, here's the rundown today. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, TJ, do we have Dan Horde? Yes, I did find him this morning. So. 6.35. Uh, earlier this week, the voice of the Cincinnati Bearcats joined us, Dan Horde. We're going to hear from him his thoughts on the game, uh, the Big 12 opener for Cincinnati. 7.05 this morning, we will unveil this week's Ref Royal Rumble picks for everyone. Steely's uncle joins us at 7.35. That's always entertaining. 8.05 this morning, my three predictions for Saturday's game. TJ's gut coming up at 8.20. Chris Plank into the show. Scene setter as well. We got some other stuff. We're taking your Carlsbad Management Group, King of the Mountain Picks today. If you didn't get them in yesterday, text them in today. The Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Wall-to-wall action on an OEC Fiber Football Friday here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Man, I look good in my new Ryman hat. Welcome back, everybody. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law. Personal injury attorneys with over $250 million We got to talk clients. about your problem at some point today. Accidents, personal injury, <laughs> proven record of success. No problem. There's no problem. 1-877-917-5250. No problem. 5250. That's ironic. 
exactly how, how many hats you got. How about got, that? that was how one for counted. every week of the year. TJ <laughs> posted a picture. I, I mean, it's one thing to talk about. It's another to just rub it in everyone's faces by putting it out there on social media, how many hats you own last night. Amazing. Yeah. Wait, like, you know how many people don't have enough money for a hat all over the world? Do you know how many of those hats that are in that closet that are free? You got 52 hats. That's I amazing. I do. You're a hat hoarder. I love my hats. I love Here's the my deal. Hats. I got a, a, you guys gave me that cool ref hat the other day. Yeah, I've got that one. That was I on love, display. Love that hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Every time I get a new hat that I want to keep, I got a, I, I bought myself a Reds one. I don't take hats lightly because if they're going into the rotation, they have to be a good hat that I want to wear because right. when they go in, something goes out. I, I have 12 hat hooks in my closet, so I have 12 hats. And uh, if I'm going to add one, like the ref hat made the team, that means some hat gets bumped. It goes into the Goodwill bag. Yeah. So that was a tough decision because I, I parted with a hat that I've worn a lot. It's it's worn out, but it's, you know, it had a lot of memories to it. So, but we had a little ceremony and I said goodbye to it and I'm back to 12 again. You just keep adding hats. You're yeah. unbelievable. If I do go pull one for there, it goes out to the garage for a uh, yard hat. So that's about once a summer. Are there more hats in the garage? There's two more in the garage I know of. So 54 hats. There's one in my bedroom that I know of besides those that weren't counted. How about, then, at the, how about at the lake? Oh, there's probably another 12 out there, something. I don't wear those. 70 hats. I don't wear most of those out there. I have them out there for guests. Some of them haven't never been worn. They're just what new guests? What guests? Who's wearing your Every now and then you have a hats. guest and you're like, dang, I forgot my hat. I wish I would have oh, brought a hat, and I said, gross. look, there's new ones in there on the shelves in there. Just go pick you one. And I uh, send them in there to the hat collection in the in the uh, room. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Maybe a bit of a problem. I admit it. The opulence I admit is it. unbelievable with this man. <laughs> Sooner bump on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line says, oh, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Hey, screw that guy that said you wasted 20 minutes talking about nothing yesterday. The show is like Seinfeld, a show about nothing, and we thank love it. You. Keep crushing it. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. We are a lot like Seinfeld. That's what I hear. Uh, thanks. We get paid about the same, too. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Um, let's see here. First pick of. Next question. First pick of the day is in. Mm-hmm. Bumpy Rhodes is taking the Cowboys. Didn't he get in yesterday? I remember that yesterday. Yep. Yeah. Hey, I, already, I already got it. Don't send multiple days. That gets us confused, too. People. Doesn't take much to get TJ confused, so let's keep it simple, everyone. It's a everyone. wet and wild Friday, people. Be careful on the roads and watch your speeds, this texter says. It's from the 918, so it must be already be running in the uh, Tulsa area. All dry here in Norman right now, so hmm. chance of some rain, uh, I think, later this morning, perhaps. Uh, morning, Temperature buddy. tomorrow, 80 and sunny in Cincinnati for the game. That sounds lovely. Hey, Carter. I'm in Cincinnati already. There were a good number of us Sooners on that plane from OKC to nice. Chicago. And then Chicago to Cincinnati. We're yelling boomer Sooner in the highway. My Airbnb has Bearcat decor through the house. I'm oh, about boy. to go eat breakfast. Text me when you get here. 
Okay. Hey, speaking Thank of being on a plane with other Sooner fans, hey, stalker on uh, Twitter last night. If you see me and see me bump my head on the uh, baggage department up ahead, above the the little container, mm-hmm. say hello. Don't wait until a week later and say, "Hey, dude, was that you on the Southwest flight that bumped your head? I saw you. Yeah, it was me. I bumped my head. Say hello. Wait, hang on. What did you bump your head on? Oh, I stood up at some point, or I was walking. I don't even remember. I remember doing it, but I don't remember exactly if I was uh, turning to put my bag up there. What I just—it uh, wasn't hard. It didn't hurt me or anything. I just kind of bumped my head against the uh, where you put your uh, overhead um, luggage. Were, were you on a miniature plane? No, no. You're not I, tall enough to bump your head on no, the luggage like, that's thing. What I'm saying, I, I, if I remember right, the they were open still, and I. I, I uh, I went okay. up to to put my luggage in there, and I I just kind of brushed against it. But like I, I said, it didn't hurt or anything. It wasn't embarrassing. Uh, I did laugh about it, and I said, "Just hit my head on that." Uh, but say hello. Don't like wait for a week later. Was that you on the plane? I saw you, <laughs> <laughs> creepo. Uh, that's funny. Uh, Ra Ra Sooner picks Jacksonville in the third week of the King of the Mountain picks. Ra Ra Sooner wants the Jags. All right, hang on a second here. Let me get my let me get my rhythm. <laughs> Here's a screenshot. Is yeah. there a show? <laughs> Is there a show on TLC called Extreme Cheapskates? And it's got a screenshot from the video uh, from the uh, episode, and the guy's yeah. picking up change on the ground. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I should be on that show. I should be on that show. I was scouring the parking lot last night. We went to a volleyball game in Piedmont, and uh, from where I parked all the way to the door, I was scouring the parking lot. No coins. Hey, Shep, you may have to guide him into the ballpark because if he's pausing every five feet to pick up a penny, you guys may miss the little uh, on-the-field The most dangerous thing. thing is bumping into things or walking into traffic because I'm always looking down at the ground. So, yeah, I need somebody to look yeah, out for Yeah, you're going to get run over here eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fort Cobb football coach is in. He's taking the Jaguars, and he says safe travels to Cincinnati. Thank you. Thank you, Jags, for Fort Cobb. Got it. Uh, Hotlanta Sooner wants the Chiefs, then says, good morning, guys. Good morning. I have some worry beads you can borrow for your MLB teams. They're only slightly used from last year's Sooner football season. Go Braves. I don't want anything from last year's Sooner football season, okay? I only, I only want Burn one thing it. from you, uh, Hotlanta Sooner. A matchup in the World Series so I can take you down. Wow. You're feeling brave, aren't you? Oh, uh, I didn't mean that. Hey. Yeah. Thank you. That would mean I don't play your Reds and you've lost to the Braves, so I'm sorry. but Yeah, come on. Let's keep, let's keep dreaming the dream until we can't dream it anymore, okay? That's right. You and me That's sitting right. side by side at the World Series. You in a Rangers shirt, me in a red shirt, best buds. That's the dream. That's what ended it all. Sharing a, sharing all. a helmet of nachos. That's what ended it all. Rowdy C wants the Seahawks. We get one of those uh, helmets with uh, straws coming down out of it. <laughs> thought you don't share things. You, you get one, I get one. We share a drink. We have different beverages, obviously. That's one thing I won't do is share a drink, no. I handle my drink on my own. Okay. All right. To each his own, I guess. Who was it? Uh, rowdy C wants the Seahawks. Rowdy, Rowdy, Rowdy C wants the Seahawks. I've got it. Roy wants to know, T-Row, how close is the restroom to the booth tomorrow? Don't know yet. Not sure. Uh, as you'll hear coming up in this next segment, uh, it's uh, not a wide booth. 
But I have no idea how far the restroom is, so that'll be something that I'm just going to have to roll the dice on. Travis says, hit your head. Now you're having trouble uh, remembering the details. Concussion protocol. No, it's because it was at 6-something in the morning on last uh, Saturday, and a lot happened after that, Travis. A lot happened in Nashville. I know I did it. I just don't remember the scenario. I think I was just reaching up and putting my bag up in there, and I just bumped my head. So, mm. um, What a story. What a big deal. That's all I'm saying. What it's a not story. a story, really, besides the guy. <laughs> I was watching you. Uh, <laughs> Matt and Bixby One more. wants the Jaguars. Matt and Bixby wants the Jags. Okay, break time. When we come back, voice of the Bearcats, Dan Horde, going to educate us up on the Sooners' opponent in their Big 12 opener tomorrow morning. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Big 12 opener coming up on Saturday morning. And the Sooners... And Cincinnati are going to kick it off 11 a.m. Central Time up in the Queen City. And it is our honor now to be joined by the outstanding play-by-play voice of the Bearcats. Also, voice of the Cincinnati Bengals and the only man we've ever had on this show who has a Simpsons episode named after him, Dan Horde. Dan, good morning. How are you today? There he is. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. I heard that nice intro, and then everything went quiet. I we think, got you. Uh, yeah, I, I think there was karma for saying so many nice things about me that probably aren't true. But in any case, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. They're, they're all true. I'm, uh, I'm going to ask a personal question now, just uh, you and me talking. Everybody else ignore us for a second. Um, how do you? What's the balancing act like, you, like for you to get ready for the Bearcats and the Bengals on a weekend? It is the greatest thing in the world. It is my own version of the amazing race, trying to get from one to the other sometimes on Saturday (laughs) to Sunday. But I love college football, and there's nothing quite like the spectacle of the NFL. So the combination of being able to do both is uh, incredibly great. Do you have a – I'm sure you have several, but do you have any entertaining travel stories from trying to get from Saturday (laughs) to Sunday? Uh, There are about two a year, I would say, that get a little bit hairy. Probably – the most memorable was a late-night finish in Tampa after Cincinnati played the University of South Florida, followed by the Bengals playing at 1 o'clock on the West Coast the next day against oh. Oakland. I came walking in, uh, not looking great, uh, but got there in time for kickoff, and the, and the Bengals won the game. So wow. when, that, when that's the case, who cares about sleep? That's Well, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, you're, you're uh, talented enough to pull it off and uh, don't need to work on much sleep. So that's how you do it as well. Well, Dan, disappointing uh, last week. I was listening to you on our drive home from Tulsa, the end of that Miami of Ohio game. What went wrong, in your opinion, last Saturday? Comically bad play in the red zone by the Cincinnati offense. They drove into the red zone eight times and scored two touchdowns. They hit three field goals and came away with nothing three times. I think that all adds up. So if you just think of eight red zone trips and you score a touchdown every time, that's a maximum of 56 points. They scored 23. Uh, That's not a formula for success, and yet they still should have won the game. They lined up for a 36-yard field goal at the end of regulation straight away and uh, allowed it to get blocked from the edge. So 
they they more or less handed that game away to a longtime rival, the University of Miami University, not the University of Miami. But in any case, uh, bitterly disappointing after a great road win at Pitt the week before. Was it inability to run the ball down on the goal line, or just kind of everything? Mostly the inability to run the ball. Most of those plays inside the ten, in particular, were running plays, and they tried a lot of different styles of running plays: quarterback, keeper, wide. Straight ahead, you name it, they tried it. Not much of it worked. I guess you have to give a lot of credit to Miami for getting a great push up front, keeping Cincinnati out of the end zone. But uh, I think running backs chose some bad paths. There was one play where they brought in two giant defensive linemen to block. They pushed people back into the end zone, and the running back took it wide. I'm not quite sure why. Uh, So things like that happened, and I think it's all correctable. But uh, it, it comes too late. Uh, basically after losing to a team they had beaten 16 times in a row. Yeah, the cliche thing to say when you got, you know, a big one looming on the horizon is where, where are they looking ahead, where are they peeking ahead. I mean, you beat Miami a, a bunch of times in a row, but they are kind of a rival up there. So what's your sense in that regard? It's really hard to say. There's probably a little of that. One thing that, that enters into the equation here is that Cincinnati has 33 new scholarship players this year and a new coaching staff. So these new guys don't really know much about the rivalry. Mm-hmm. And if you're not from Cincinnati, you don't think of Cincinnati versus Miami of Ohio as a rivalry. Uh, so these new guys come in, they probably hear, yeah, we beat these guys 16 times in a row. It's a team from the MAC. It's a game you're supposed to win. Cincinnati was heavily favored. And uh, maybe all of that added up to just those tiny little margins that cost you the game. Big 12 opener for Cincinnati. Uh, Obviously a lot of excitement for the program to be in the conference. You've got big bad Oklahoma, hated Oklahoma coming to town for the opener. What's the anticipation like in Cincinnati for this game? Fans here have been talking about this game for months because as soon as the schedule came out and we all learned that our first ever Big 12 game would be at home against Oklahoma, I think everybody said, wow, that is awesome. Thank you to the Big 12 for the opportunity. Now, nobody's excited about having to play Oklahoma because how good the Sooners are. But from a fan standpoint, it's an unbelievably cool way to begin playing as a power conference team for power five conference team for the first time ever. What does being in the Big 12 mean to Cincinnati? Well, it's a lifesaver, quite honestly. Uh, They've been competing with the best of the best for the past several years as a member of the American Athletic Conference. They qualified for the four-team playoff two years ago, the first team outside of the Power Five to ever do it. But because of the TV revenue, it's not sustainable. They were getting $7 million a year from TV. Now they're going to be getting, at some point, more than 40 from the Big 12. And that's not a one-time payment. That's annual. So you're pumping more than $30 million of TV revenue into your athletic program every year. That pays for facilities. That pays for coaches. Uh, it allows you to keep great coaches, which has always been hard at the University of Cincinnati. So, honestly, it's a lifesaver. I would use a word that strong to describe what being in the Big 12 means to UC. Visiting with Dan Horde, voice of the Cincinnati Bearcats, OU Cincy coming up 11 a.m. Central Time on Saturday morning in the Big 12 opener. Uh, Dan, we played up there. Oklahoma played up there in 2010, but that was over at your other stadium, over at uh, Paul Brown. Tell us about Nippert Stadium. Uh, a little more quaint, but it's got a lot of history to it. Uh, Sooner fans who are going to be up there on Saturday, what should they expect from Nippert? I think they're going to love it. 
I think Nippert Stadium, it's been called the Wrigley Field of college football. Uh, you could picture kind of Cameron Indoor Stadium for Duke basketball fans. It's small, 40,000, so it's not tiny, but it's intimate. It's dug into a hole right in the middle of campus. Uh, when you approach the stadium, you're basically looking straight down uh, toward the field. So it's a really cool atmosphere. They've been selling out every game now for a few years since qualifying for that 14 playoff a couple of years ago. So it's going to be packed. The student section is tremendous. The game day atmosphere is great. So it's a unique place. Uh, the city loves it. Our fan base loves it. And I think the Sooners fans that make the trip are going to find it to be quite cool. How's the radio booth, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> That's the most uh, important yes. thing. <laughs> I don't like his uh, laugh, Drake. I don't like his yeah. laugh. I feel like yeah, we're in it's for not something. Bad. So the vantage point is good. You're not uh -huh. far from the 50. So that part is good. Okay, Nowadays, good. as you know, we, we get further and further yeah. away from the 50 yard line, uh, the newer the stadium is. So from a vantage point standpoint, it's pretty good. The booth is narrow. They did not ask me for my input before they <laughs> built the press box, unfortunately. So you're only going to be able to get three guys comfortably okay. shoulder to shoulder in the first row. So a lot of radio crews, you've got announcer, color analyst, stat man, spotter, hard to go for shoulder to shoulder in our booth, unfortunately. Yeah, okay. Drake, remind me, as soon as we're done with Dan, we got to figure out who to leave behind on this trip. Okay. <laughs> oh, I already know. I already know. You already, you already yeah, figured yeah, it yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. I've, 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 he's always on the list, so yeah. Drake is also our engineer for our uh, Sooner Radio broadcast. Tell right? Drake, Drake, if you're listening, very comfortable for the engineer. The oh, engineer's that's, got that's a good what I love to hear. That's what I love to hear. I don't care Not if the engineer's for, comfortable. Yeah. Not yeah. great for the announcer, but spectacular for the engineer. Uh, how do you like Scott Satterfield so far? He's been great. When he got the job, uh, it kind of came out of nowhere. There's about a week that led up to his hiring from when Luke Fickle announced he was heading to Wisconsin to when Cincinnati announced that Scott was going to get the job, and his name really wasn't speculated about all that much. So when he was hired, I reached out to everybody that I know that knows him, and every single person said, great guy, you're going to love working with him players will like him his coaching staff loves him and that's the way i found him to be he's uh, delightful to work with and you know unfortunately he lost last week but the team got off to a tremendous start winning the first two games including on the road at Pitt. so i'm optimistic he's going to have a good tenure as cincinnati's head coach and the good news is it seems like no matter who cincinnati hires they have success mark d'antonio yeah brian kelly butch jones uh, Luke Fickle, who had the most success of any of them. And what does that tell you? It tells you that you can win at Cincinnati. We're in a great state for high school football. Mm -hmm. You can't uh, get many of the best guys because Ohio State is less than two hours away. You just have to get the guys that they don't have room for. And if you do that, you'll be successful here. And I think now that Cincinnati's in the Big 12, recruiting is going to go up even another notch. And uh, Cincinnati should be very competitive in this league within a short period of time. My color analyst is Teddy Lehman, great defensive player back in uh, in his day, and I asked him what he has seen on, on tape from Cincinnati, and he raved about your defensive line. Uh, there's a guy named Dante Corleone, which is one of the great names I've ever heard for a, a nose tackle. <laughs> but they're legit up front, aren't they? They are. I think it's one of the best defensive lines in the Big 12 already. Uh, so you mentioned Dante Corleone, who's more or less a nose center, plays you know over the ball or, or off the shoulder of the center, and he is a wrecking ball. 
So his nickname is The Godfather, for obvious reasons, Dante Corleone. We've got The Godfather and The Father, because one of the other guys that starts with him, Juwan Briggs, is a father of three, a married father of three. So <laughs> those two guys are great players. They were both all-league uh, last year. Corleone was an All-American last year, and thankfully they stayed. Uh, when Luke Fickle left, a lot of colleges around the country came calling, trying to lure those sure. guys away as transfers with uh, hefty NIL offers. And uh, thankfully, they're both Cincinnati kids that wanted to make sure that this program didn't drop. They stayed, and uh, they are definitely the strength of the defense. A couple more quick questions for Dan Horde, voice of the Cincinnati Bearcats. Uh, Emory Jones came from Florida, off to a good start this year. What's been your assessment of Emory so far, your quarterback? He's been great. His leadership has really stood out to me. This is his third college, so he started out at Florida, four years there, last year at Arizona State. Now he's finishing up his college career at Cincinnati. New quarterback, new guys, bunch of transfers, and he has really taken over the leadership role on this team. He's a great guy. Uh, as you mentioned, I do the Bengals games as well, and, and the Bengals have some University of Florida grads on the roster, Evan McPherson among them. So I asked them about Emory when I heard he was transferring to Cincinnati, and they said, you're going to love him. He's an unbelievable person and a good player, just needs to be in the right offense. And that's the thing. Scott Satterfield has always had success with dual-threat quarterbacks, most recently at Louisville with Malik Cunningham, who had 70 touchdown passes and 50 touchdown runs. Emory Jones is one of those guys. He had 265 passing yards last week and 101 on the ground. You know, unfortunately, the red zone woes cost the team the game, and, and he made some mistakes in the red zone. But overall, he's played extremely well in the first three games. Anything other than the red zone that has popped up its head as a concern for you early in the season? Not really. I mean, week one was against Eastern Kentucky, so that was a total annihilation. Week two at Pitt, Pitt was just outside of the top 25 at the time, so you go there and win. That's a great win. And then last week, they gave up a 79-yard touchdown pass on the first play of the game against the guy that they had circled as, this is really the one guy we need to stop. So defensively, that was kind of the one big glaring play that, that hurt. Uh, and But offensively, they went up and down the field and just didn't punch it in when they got inside the 10. So uh, the answer is no. That was really the one thing overall last week that, that really stuck, uh, stood out. Finally, Dan, uh, we caught the Cubs. Will Benson, big homer last <laughs> night. Are we getting this thing done or not? Pitching Ten is looking left. very shaky. It's unbelievable, but they got a great start last night. Ten games left, essentially tied for the final wild card spot with the Cubs. All of the remaining games are against teams with losing records. Um, I don't know how they're going to do it, but it just feels like they're going to. Um, you know, this, this lineup has been producing of late. The pitching staff is a mess. But because the teams they have remaining, the Pirates, the Cardinals, the Indians, none of these teams are having a good year. I think they managed to eke it out and qualify for the playoffs. I don't know that they'll have a very long playoff run, but – this team is one year ahead of expectations, and uh, the young nucleus, as you know, is extremely impressive. I'm worried about the Cardinals. They All right, I'm going to jump in here. Uh, that is Dan Horde, voice of the Cincinnati Bearcats. Good stuff from him. OU Cincy, 11 a.m. tomorrow. Quick break. Back after this on The Ref. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe sooner football? 
We do too. This is The Ref, home of Sooner fans. Picture this video and dance when Toby sees a nickel on the ground. Does that, ow, and spin. McIntyre Law brings you the sour of the T-Row in the morning show. McIntyreLaw.com, 187. Or that. Or that. Why the world is this? <laughs> Stop playing that. I was doing it all day in my head yesterday. <laughs> you know, like two years from now, we're going to be like, where did that sound bite come from? <laughs> we will not remember. And then one of our listening, listeners, one of, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, someone listening is going to be like, oh, that was when the uh, plane disappeared and the TJ didn't know about it. Don't you remember all that? The straw hat in the middle was, of Virginia. Uh, having a shave in the bath. <laughs> By the way. Go ahead. Uh, father, slow down, all right? Goodness gracious. That's all I'm going to say about that. Father? Yeah, on the defensive line there for Cincinnati. Father of three and married already. Okay, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, calm down. Uh, Panda Almanza would like the Ravens in the King of the Mountain. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Panda Almanza. That's right. Uh, Ravens? Ravens. Uh, one more here before we hit the top. Garrett, only one T in Atlanta, wants the Chiefs. I don't remember Garrett in Atlanta. This may be one. Yeah, we got it. We got a Garrett. Yeah, we got a Garrett in Atlanta. There's some. Remember, there's somebody you need to call out today from uh, what I gave you yesterday. Yeah, I'll look that up. All right, break time. When we come back, we unveil this week's Ref Royal Rumble picks. It is an OEC Fiber Football Friday. We are headed to Cincinnati. Back after this.